Welcome to Mount Isa Birth Stories. This is a podcast for women who have birthed in Mount Isa to share their stories. We hope these conversations can help our fellow pregnant sisters feel more prepared for their birthing time. If you would like to share yours, please contact us on social media at Mount Isa Birth Stories. There is strictly no naming of our local nurses, midwives and doctors. Please note nothing in these episodes is to be taken as medical advice. Please see your healthcare provider if you have any medical concerns. Enjoy the episode. This episode, we have Samantha sharing with us the births of her two babies. Her daughter Penelope was born in Hobart and Samantha shares her unique perspective of birthing in two different states and two different health systems and how our little rural town came out the winner. Samantha had access to the gold standard of maternity care, having the same midwife by her side throughout her pregnancy, birth and postpartum. This past Christmas Eve, her son Theo was birthed powerfully and calmly into his daddy's hands in a darkened candlelit room at the hospital in the middle of the night witnessed by her midwife. It was such a pleasure to hear Samantha's story. Enjoy. So today on the podcast, we have Sam with us with her tiny little Theodore as well. So I'm so lucky to see a baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Theodore is really little. How old is he? He's a month old oh, today. Wow. Oh, yesterday. Nice. Losing track. <laughs> yeah. And he's your second. Yeah. Your second. Yeah. Is he your first in Mount Isa? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. It was a really good experience too. That's so good. Yeah. So, good. so Penelope's how old? Much Two and old? a half. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, busy mum. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. I don't know how people do it. Like have a baby and then mm. like literally have another baby not long after yeah, it's wild. <laughs> i'm just coping now <laughs> yeah yeah you're right oh, look at him. So yeah um and so he was born on was it christmas eve yeah oh how special yeah like a little christmas present nice <laughs> what was his due date the 15th of december oh yeah so he, he was just over a week yeah. Or is that nine days? I'm not too sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're still Losing. like in the smog of sleep deprivation. Yeah. I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> well, you look beautiful though. Oh, you don't you. look like you've just had a baby. You look like very, um, in, you know, glowing and all of oh, that you do. Thanks. I feel yeah. like I've just had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. So he was, went overdue. What was that like being, was your first overdue or? Yeah, she was 10 days overdue oh. and... I had no idea about like being induced, but Mm -hmm. that's what they wanted to do. So I was just like, yeah, whatever, like I'll go with it. But Mm -hmm. then, yeah, later on I realized Mm -hmm. how intense it is compared to going spontaneously into labor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it was pretty. Was it like the whole going overnight and you just start it with like the balloon and tape? Yeah, I got the balloon Mm -hmm. and I just wasn't expecting that at all yeah (laughs) and i don't know like it wasn't the worst labor or anything it was very quick but yeah i don't know i just if i could do it again i wouldn't have done that yeah (laughs) Uh uh-huh like fast and furious kind of thing yeah well they were both quick but Mm -hmm. like the contractions with penelope were just like bam 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 and I was because I got the drip as well mm -hmm. and yeah it's funny because my partner was there and he was like oh just go get some food yeah and this was like at maybe seven o'clock in the morning Mm -hmm. and the midwife there was like 
oh, you'll be lucky. Like, because he was worried about missing the birth. Yeah. And she was like, oh, you'll be lucky if she is had the baby by lunch. Okay. And then, like, she was born at 8.30. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's so fast. It was crazy. Yeah. And it was, yeah, too much for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait, did you feel, like, a bit of shock after, like, what was it like? I after? felt completely fine afterwards, yeah. actually. But, yeah, mm-hmm. just in the midst of the, all the contractions and everything like I don't think they realized how far along I was either because okay. they were literally like one minute apart the contractions Wow! and the midwife like I was just like wondering why no one was checking me like okay, how yeah. dilated I was but mm-hmm. yeah they were just like not like registering how far along I yeah, was even just wrong. by how many contractions I was having so yeah. close together mm-hmm. but yeah, oh, wow. so my mum was in the room. She was kind of freaking out a bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, she's been through – she's had five kids. Wow. So I think it was just seeing me in pain and, like – Yeah. Yeah, she was just, like, freaking out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but she was like, um, I think she's, like, nearly ready to go. And yeah. I was telling them I need to push. Wow. <laughs> it got to that point And they were like, oh, yeah, we'll check you. And then, oh, yeah, you're ready to go. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was just wow. mental. Yeah. I wonder if you look like you were handling the contractions quite well too and if they were like, oh, I shouldn't that far Yeah. Away. Honestly, it was like a blur though because I don't know if it was because I was I had the gas. Yeah, but right. Yeah. It was just like I don't even know what was going on. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So I don't know if I looked like I was handling it all right or not, but I just remember it being really painful, like the gas did nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty much just the breathing that helped. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So she was born. Um, what was that like, like when you met her and all of that? It was really good. Nice. Like, I was just like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I just ah! like, yeah. had a baby. Yeah. <laughs> and it was beautiful. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I got some photos and yeah. I was just like, what's going on? Like, <laughs> I just so had surreal. a baby. I just did that. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Did you know you were having a girl? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. I wanted to oh. keep. Theo a surprise but kind of accidentally found out oh did you yeah yeah in a good way like did you want to find out or you kind of accidentally well at first I wanted to when I like kind of first found out I was pregnant yeah but then my partner Jared he was like no I want to keep it a surprise okay (laughs) and then eventually I was like no I want to keep it a surprise and then he wanted to find out so (laughs) even at the ultrasound like at the 20 week one yeah um they were doing the scan and he went over and I'm pretty sure I seen a penis and <laughs> he was like oh he took it off and he's like oh did you want to find out what it was and I'm like thinking oh, I just think I've seen what it was <laughs> but I was like telling myself no I didn't see yeah. that and yeah but then I just knew yeah yeah pretty much that's yeah. funny hey and who did you have did you have a midwife or through like the normal antenatal kind of clinics at the hospital or yeah well I was after I seen the GP. Yeah. Um, I didn't know what the process was, mm-hmm. but I was because in Hobart when Penelope was born. Yeah. Um, she they just faxed it all off to the hospital wherever it was like a child and family clinic, women's clinic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they did it all for me through nice. the hospital. But here I was just like, what do I do? Like, do I just admit myself to the hospital? Mm-hmm. So I called the hospital. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, oh, we've got a new program, the 
Mm, I can't remember what's called. Midwife group practice yeah. and GP. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, why not? I'll do that because they said that they come around to your house and all yeah. that. And I was just like, yeah, okay. Yeah, especially with your little one. Too, yeah. Like, so much easier. Awesome. Yeah. So I got a midwife and yeah. pretty much started getting a antenatal appointments at home oh how cool yeah so it made it really easy on me yeah i was still working part-time at Uh this point but yeah yeah worked around that yeah um so did you have the same midwife like when you got giving your midwife group practice midwife was that the same one did you get to have her in the birth as well yeah i was that's what i was most nervous about because yeah like you get to know this one midwife the whole time yeah and I was thinking oh will she be there for yeah. the birth <laughs> yeah and I was like really lucky I had mm. her the whole time and no. I had an amazing midwife too like oh, she was an angel that's so good <laughs> yeah. with um like sorry just going back to Penelope's birth after you had her and you're coming into Theo's birth is there specific things that happen in Penelope's you're like oh I'd rather know my midwife or like little things I'm not going to get induced this time or yeah. was there anything from her birth that kind of impacted you with planning Theo's? Well I wasn't too concerned with like with Penelope's they have this program called Know Your Midwife or Kim for abbreviated. Oh, down and, in Tassie? Yeah in yeah. Hobart and none of the midwives that I met were actually at my birth okay, so I was yeah. just like hmm. <laughs> yeah. but yeah so it wasn't very personal and mm-hmm. just like honestly I had a much better experience here overall awesome. even though they had like I don't know more advanced maternity ward I guess I don't yeah, know here you mean like I'm in there. Hobart oh, okay yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but I, I just yeah it was all rushed yeah. so I was more like relaxed here after Theo's yeah. birth and yeah. was able to like bond with him a bit more because it was kind of like after I gave birth they're like okay you need to get out like yeah with Penelope yeah yeah yeah. wow but yeah yeah, and I I was already like not wanting to get induced with Theo Mm -hmm. but after my midwife told me that because I didn't realize until she told me that the induced contractions are like way more intense Mm. and I told her I wanted oh I also wanted to not get pain medication yeah with mm-hmm. the like pain relief medication yeah. yeah and she was like I think you should be able to do it considering you only had gas for yeah. Penelope so I was like really like <laughs> okay we'll see how I go yeah, yeah. <laughs> because she said it's mostly in the breathing like yeah. getting focused and yeah nice yeah so that was good I was mainly wanting to not get induced and not use any pain relief yeah yeah so that was like your goals going yeah, yeah. and I managed to do both so. oh how exciting yeah yeah um so what why did that happen then this is so amazing <laughs> um so with your midwife when she came over to your house like what was that like what was it just like what they would normally do in the hospital like is she measuring your belly and listening to bob and yeah like what's it like just for mums who don't know what it's like to have a midwife come to your house kind of thing what type of things happen yeah she did all the normal things like at first she would just talk to me see how i'm going and Mm -hmm. um if i had to do like a blood test or something she'd do it all there and the urine tests for checking all that (laughs) if you have a infection or anything yeah um but yeah like she did all the regular things that you would get at the hospital and I was actually surprised that you could do that all at home yeah like Mm -hmm. but yeah it was really good like (laughs) and it's not as like 
I don't know, when you go to the hospital, it's kind of like you're not relaxed Mm. and Mm -hmm. you're just not in your own home, obviously, so it's kind of just... And with a kid also, it's like you don't really want to be dragging them around. I don't know, that's just me. Yeah, (laughs) and I find that too. You feel anxious, you want your kids to be behaved, then your blood pressure needs to stay under a certain thing. My blood pressure would always be high there, not super high, at home come like all the time yeah you know never I'm like that just says so much about the environment yeah definitely that's so cool because I think some people think if you're get receiving antenatal care in home maybe it's not as good as hospital care but yeah you know and so if she found something funny would you then be sent to the obstetrician kind of thing She's yeah I think so yeah but nothing ever arose so awesome. yeah nice. I was lucky oh how yeah. lovely so she has met your partner and all of that as yeah. well yeah nice yeah, actually, she only just met him, like, towards the end because he was always at work yeah. when she was there, so... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, how lovely for your family. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you hit your due date. So, <laughs> it's so arbitrary, all this yeah. due date stuff. Um, how are you feeling? Are you, like, anxious? Like, you? is there any mention of induction this time around? Or Well, my midwife, like, she knew I didn't want to get induced and she was, like, standing by me, so... Nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like... I wasn't really concerned because I went over with my first, so I was just like... This is just how you cook your baby. Yeah, just a little bit bit extra. Yeah, uh uh-huh. Yeah. So the doctor wanted to come and see me anyway because um, they wanted to check how Mm -hmm. the baby was, make sure he was okay. Mm -hmm. And she did an ultrasound and she wasn't concerned with anything, but she was like, oh, you're getting overdue now. Like, I think think it was going to be like 14 days that week okay Mm -hmm. but yeah she was like if your baby hasn't come by friday then maybe we'll have to induce you and i was just like at the moment i was like uh yeah i don't really want to but i don't want to say no because yeah like yeah can i say no (laughs) yeah it's scary hey yeah like to be able to say no yeah yeah Mm -hmm. so that was pretty much it like yeah at the time and then yeah did you feel anxious from that like did that make you get scared or yeah because you started labor a bit after that didn't you it was the weekend oh. just gone okay so yeah. that was the monday yeah right yeah, yeah. Oh. but i was anxious i was just like oh. yeah like this whole time i didn't want to get induced and now i might have to like yeah yeah but, yeah and i looked over my midwife i was like <laughs> please don't <laughs> yeah oh yeah. wow but she Mm-hmm. she knew like yeah that's and, good yeah so yeah. thankfully I didn't have to thank god yeah that is good yeah um I remember going in for a scan once and because I'd followed my last menstrual period and I pre- was pretty certain where I ovulated and then I was doing one of those dating scans or it might have been the 12 week I can't remember and the sonographer person um said what they put they dated me more like a couple days it was only like two days they put my due date like two days more than what i'd worked it out to be and all this i don't just due date talk makes me like kind of wild but yeah i was trying to say to her because she was kind of because it was only two days before it wasn't a big deal kind of thing so i said well could you just date me back to my date and she's like it's just two days i said it matters though and she was like it really doesn't matter and I said you haven't been down the other end <laughs> one or two days you shuffling my due date could mean pressure it could mean actually getting induced versus not getting it induced really is. you know what I mean because like yeah if yeah. you're if you're day 12 if you're day four if they think you're day 14 but you're actually day 12 overdue they're gonna be, be more massive. pressuring yeah. you to do it yeah mm. so I was like no you don't understand yeah. this sweetheart <laughs> like it really doesn't make it go, back. It go back to the first day. <laughs> like yeah yeah but um yeah it's 
Yeah, it can be hard to stick up for yourself, hey. You yeah. Know? Especially with the doctor. I feel like that too, I guess. Especially when the when doctor's pregnant. coming. Oh, the doctor did want to come and see me. Like, yeah. she wanted me to, or whoever it was, wanted me yeah. to come and see them. Uh-huh. And, oh, that's, I think it was because he was measuring a bit smaller. Okay. Like, Mm-hmm. And that was the same with Penelope. I, I just have a smaller belly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they were fine. And I ended up getting ultrasounds. Mm-hmm. And he was, like, already, I think, at eight pounds wow. at, like, 37 weeks. Awesome. So yeah. clearly not under, you know, yeah. he was fine. Yeah. Yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. You had him tucked away there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Belly. I think it's because I got a long torso. Apparently okay. yeah, right. women with long torsos yeah. can hide the belly mm-hmm. a bit more. Yeah. I'm not uh-huh. sure. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Oh, that's good. That's yeah. nice. And it's always nice to have a midwife or somebody next to you as well in those situations. Yeah, so. kind of sticking up for you. Yeah, yeah. And so you're thinking you're going to be getting a Christmas baby? I was, well, I thought so. Mm-hmm. And my mum was like, it might be a New Year's baby. And I'm like, I hope it's not that long. <laughs> that's like an extra two weeks, like, <laughs> on top of that. Yeah, no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, so when you go into labour, like, how does that all happen? Is it at night time or? Well, it's funny because I didn't even, like, I was getting very mild contractions and I didn't know if they were contractions or not because they were so mild. Yeah. And I hadn't experienced, like, going through labour on my own. Uh-huh. And so over the weekend before Christmas Eve, um, I started getting those and... They weren't painful at all. It was just like period cramps. Mm-hmm. And then on the Monday, um, I had a, an appointment with That's my okay. midwife. <laughs> and she checked me and all. I actually went to the hospital for this one, though. Yeah. And she ended up actually suggesting, well, asked me if mm-hmm. I wanted to do a stretch and sweep. Yeah. And I kind of was wanting to just because I didn't want to get all that pressure from them wanting to induce me mm-hmm. so I was like yes this mm-hmm. is probably more what I want to do like yeah. rather than getting induced mm-hmm. so yeah. got the stretch and sweep that was about 10 30 in the morning on Monday yeah and then after that it was just like full-on oh <laughs> like, wow it started coming a lot quicker like the contractions and more intense yeah and like bearable like I was able to go out and go to Bunnings and all yeah. that <laughs> get those last minute jobs yeah <laughs> go out to the shop a little bit but yeah yeah so wow. my mum was in town and she was meant to be looking after my daughter mm-hmm. and she wasn't meant to be like there actually because I was going to just call her when I was going into labor yeah right but luckily she was already in town because she lives in Cloncurry oh, okay yeah. Yeah. yeah and she I was like I think you should stay because I think this baby's going to be born tonight or like very early tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah. And then by about, I think, probably six o'clock that Monday night mm-hmm. on the 23rd, Yeah. I was getting it really close and in, like it was starting to get closer and more intense. And I was yeah. like, okay, this is happening like yeah. tonight or very soon. Yeah. And I think about nine o'clock I messaged my midwife and was like, I'm getting contractions like two to five minutes apart and they're getting more intense. Mm-hmm. And she ended up calling me and she's like, Oh, just see how you go. Mm-hmm. So I waited another two hours and I think by about 11 o'clock, Mm-hmm. She ended up coming around because I was like, this is 
getting you, more and more intense. What are you doing in this time? Are you like um, in the shower or what type of thing? No, I didn't even get in the shower okay, actually. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I was just walking because I wanted to lay down, but that was slowing things down okay. a bit. Mm-hmm. But when I got up, it was like coming much more quicker and yeah. just crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it wasn't obviously to that point where I was like couldn't talk through them mm-hmm. but I was I knew it was yeah coming closer yeah <laughs> but yeah so were I'd, you like doing anything to kind of help the pain did you find or not really you were just like not really I had a ball or a okay. fitness ball but mm-hmm. the I don't know what happened but it just wouldn't blow up because oh, I had a pump and everything <laughs> but it just it was just flat yeah, <laughs> so I couldn't yeah. even use it <laughs> yeah. so literally I was just walking trying mm-hmm. to like and I was just timing my contractions on my phone yeah. and yeah, yeah so so your midwife comes at like 11 at night yep mm-hmm. yep and then she's like we can go to the hospital if you want and I was just like oh by that time I was like I think I'm ready to go because mm-hmm. I just didn't want to be in my house either I don't know I just yeah. wanted to go <laughs> yeah. so yeah so we ended up probably getting to the hospital by about 11 30 mm-hmm. and then yeah so and she meets you there kind of thing and yeah she was already there yeah and we go to the room and I straight away just strip off (laughs) I just take all my clothes off and then I think she just turned the shower on for me and Mm -hmm. originally my plan was to have like a water birth but stuff happened with the hospital that wouldn't allow it okay so yeah. It was a bit of a bummer, but at the same yeah. time, I'm kind of glad I didn't because mm-hmm. it would have slowed things down okay. even longer. Yeah. So it kind of worked out good. Yeah. <laughs> so I got you in the shower. That, like some women hop in too early or, or whatever, or yeah. just the floating and they just slow right down. It just relaxes you and you, your yeah. body's like, okay, I can <laughs> just relax now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so. so was it nice to rock up? It seems like a smooth transition from home to hospital, to have your midwife there with you at home, to meet you at the hospital. Yeah. Did you feel, like, you know, safe and yeah. good about that kind of thing? Yeah, it was really convenient because, like, mm. obviously you can't get that everywhere where yeah. you're having a baby. Mm-hmm. Like, just get – some. so many people go to the hospital and, like, no, go home sort yeah. of thing. So I was just, mm. like, I'm yeah. glad it was how it was. So smooth, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. So the shower's ready for you when you get there. Yeah, so I hop in the shower and like it was just instant relief. <laughs> but yeah, it was just like slowing kind of slowing things down anyway. So that's kinda of why I knew I shouldn't have had a water birth. Okay. <laughs> so my partner was like, You need to get out, like start walking or something because okay. yeah, it was just not yeah. going anywhere. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It was still like yeah, it was weird how Did it just kind of um stay not getting stronger kind of yeah kind of just like plateauing yeah it kind of just like I was getting contractions probably every two to three four minutes Mm -hmm. but in the shower they're just I don't even know how often I was getting in the shower it's probably like every 10 minutes yeah so Uh very yeah Yeah. I'm glad that they made me kind of get out (laughs) even though I was like no I want to stay in the shower (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So then you just were kind of pacing the room? Or? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy how quickly it'll happen. Like in the moment, it yeah. seems like forever. Like when's this going to end? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I was just walking around and yeah. um, my midwife told me to do like squats and like lift my leg up while I'm walking around. Cool. Um, my legs. Mm-hmm. And 
I also got on the bed and did the sideline release, like, for spinning babies. Okay, cool. Yeah. I don't know if it really did a lot in the time. Mm -hmm. It was nice to lay down. Yeah, yeah. So is that, are you just laying on your side at that point and moving your leg up? Yeah, so you're laying on your side, you do it on both sides, and then one leg on the bottom is straight and the other one's hanging off the bed. Oh, okay. And then Jared was just holding me so I don't fall off. Yeah. And I think I had to breathe three deep breaths for each con- for three contractions oh, on wow. each side. Yeah. So, yeah, and my midwife was like, "They're very powerful contractions. You're doing so well." I was like, oh, "That's such a good, like, relief awesome. to know." You felt like good. Yeah. Yeah. That's so nice. Cheering yeah. you on. <laughs> yeah. So and good. it was starting to get to the point where I was like, oh, "Like, how much longer can I take of this?" And I was just wanting it yeah. to hurry up, but. Mm. Obviously, you can't rush these things. Yeah, <laughs> it's really like I always felt. I got to a point in like my late later labors, I was like, "There's, you know, like that. Uh, we're going on a bear hunt. I'm yeah. always like, you can't go over it. You can't go under <laughs> it. You got to go through it. Like, there's yep. only one way out of here, yeah. and it's like on me, you know, to do it. So, it's yeah, very much you like try that. and hide it, and you're like, it's just you just got to do it. Yeah, like, <laughs> no, definitely. <laughs> oh, it's so good. You seem like you had a supportive room. So was it just your partner Jared yep. and um, your midwife? Yeah, just us three. Nice. And, and it, was it quiet at that point? So you're like middle of the night. Yeah, it was like dead quiet, and the whole room was like really nice and dark, and there was like those little fake candles. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. I had music playing, yeah. but I didn't even really remember yeah. what was playing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So when you arrived at hospital to, I mean, then you hop in the shower and then you're doing some of those positions on the bed. How, like, what, how long are we talking? Is this like an hour later you're doing that on the bed or, well, or is your timeline a bit? <laughs> I wasn't even looking at the time, uh, yeah, but <laughs> I think it would have had to be by like about one o'clock this was all happening Mm -hmm. so a couple of hours yeah Yeah. and then I think it just got to a point where I was like nah um, this is like coming now like I need to start pushing I was in the shower at this point actually I was like I need to push and then nothing no contractions were happening so like you need to get out so that yeah, they can right. come. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, oh, damn. Like, I wish I was having a shower bath maybe. Yeah. Were you just sitting in the shower or like sweating? I was on my knees mm-hmm. and there was a chair. So I was just like leaning on the chair. Oh, yeah. 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 Nice. It was kind of like, it's kind of actually how I gave birth to Penelope on my knees with my hands on the top of the bed. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's such a, it seems like such a popular, like an easy position. To yeah, I didn't even that. know that was like a position until yeah. my midwife at the time was like, do it. Like, that's yeah. a good position. I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, yeah, growing up too, I just thought, oh, you just would lie in the back. Yeah. yeah legs up in the... That's the typical position mm. you see, like yeah. on movies. And, yeah, and like, yeah, books and movies. Yeah. TV show, everything. That's how it's mostly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So you hop out of the shower again, and do you like sit up on the bed, or what are you doing? I next? couldn't even get up on the bed at oh, this point, well. mm-hmm. but yeah. Oh, when you're so, feeling the urge to push, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just like standing there. Oh, my water broke. Oh yeah. And I was like, what was that? Like I, because the first time they broke my oh, waters. Yeah. yeah. And then this time, I was just like, 
what? Like, that was, like, really loud. <laughs> it was, like, a bang. Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah. yeah. And then pretty much after that, it was, like, go, go, go. So, wow. yeah. Wow. And then I was standing and then I crouched down and my midwife was behind me and Jared was in front of me and I was just, like, kind of squatting. <laughs> and, yeah, I ended up he was born, like, wow. not long after that. Like, yeah. his head was born mm-hmm. and then... <laughs> Um, not long after, like I was kind of sitting there. It's funny because when he came out, he was kind of like already like looking around. <laughs> it was quite funny. Oh, that's so, so you could see him like you were squatting. Yeah. You could see his little head coming yeah. out. Oh wow! It was crazy, and I like felt him there. I was like, oh my god! Like mm. I did not have that experience with Penelope, so it was like nice. So like when he was crowning in his head, you were kind of holding his head. Kind yeah. Of oh, how beautiful! And it felt like forever from mm. that time to the next contraction, like. I don't even know. It was like at least maybe a minute or so. Uh And then, yeah, so he was born. And then Jared pretty much like caught him and handed him over to me. I was like, oh, my God, my baby. Yeah. And you just on like a little mattress on the ground? I was just on the ground. On the ground, yeah. (laughs) Sounds like it was quick. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I had like mats, um, those little. Yeah. There's like a little fin kind of. Yeah, like oh, the puppy training pad type mm. ones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. So Jared catches him and brings him up to you. Yeah. He's um. like, do you want to hold your baby? <laughs> <laughs> and I actually recorded like the actual birth. Well, I got awesome. the, one of the midwives there that was there. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, how nice. Yeah. How beautiful. And what's he like? He's just looking up at you or? He started crying mm-hmm. and yeah, he was, I was just like in disbelief, like, <laughs> What do I do now? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then I eventually got up onto the bed and was cuddling him and stuff. And I also had a physiological um, placenta birth. So how did that go? Like, what did you, how long did that take? And what was that process like? It got up to an hour and Mm -hmm. my midwife was like, do you want to try maybe pushing, like sit on the toilet? And she gave me a bottle, like an empty bottle to blow into to try and like help Mm-hmm. But yeah, it ended up coming out. So Perfect. yeah, nice. yeah, I just needed that extra push. Yeah, yeah. What <laughs> was your blood loss like? Did you? Like, it wasn't up, much. Um, yeah, like not much at all. Yeah, compared to I think first time. But yeah, mm-hmm. I think she said that I lost about three hundred mils. Yeah, so not cool. too bad. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Oh, how lovely. How long do you stay in hospital for? Did you stay a little while or? I don't like staying in hospitals. Yeah, <laughs> but. Yeah. At the yeah, so I think so he was born at two forty four and mm-hmm. then we were already gone by like two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. So I was yeah. just like I don't if I don't need to stay I won't. Yeah. I'd rather be at home and kind of relax. Yeah. Yeah. What was did Penelope and your mum come up to the hospital that next morning or Well no, because we were sleeping anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I hadn't slept for a while. But yeah. I was just like, No, we'll just come home because I knew that I'd be going home soon. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah, so she was meant to come, but I was like, don't worry, we're leaving now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. So I just met yeah. them at home. Yeah. What yeah. was it like when you seen your two babies together? Was it-, it was so funny because yeah. Penelope was asleep when we got home. Yeah. Because she still has one nap. Yeah. But when she woke up, we introduced them and she was like, 
Oh, and the first thing she did was grab a toy and like give it to oh, him. <laughs> what a sweetheart. Yeah. That's so, so she was sweet. like, she's a very loving big sister. Yeah. That's so, and they're two and a half years apart. Is yeah. That what you said? Oh, yeah. 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 What's your like early postpartum being like breastfeeding and sleeping and all of that? Like, how it's, are you finding that? And with two now, like. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been like so much better this time. I think because I know what to expect, maybe. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like, with Penelope I was just like what is this like <laughs> I have no sleep and my nipples were so sore yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh. but I haven't had any issues this time awesome. like obviously sleep deprived a bit but mm-hmm. like overall I've been so much better That's so yeah. nice. and like just being able to bond a lot better too because mm-hmm. I did get postnatal depression the first time mm-hmm. Sorry to hear that. and it was just yeah really mm-hmm. not fun mm-hmm I don't know how people can like go through that for so long and not get help sort of thing Mm -hmm. like I was kind of like that though I was like I don't want to admit that I have it like just blind put it in the back of my mind your head in the sand yeah but my mum was the one was like oh maybe you should go to the doctor so I ended up going and that's down in Hobart actually it was up here because it got to a point well yeah she was I flew when she was like four weeks old because mm-hmm. it got to a point where I was just like a mess yeah, and not coping much at all and my mm-hmm. mother-in-law um, she asked my mum yeah. to kind of come down and get me Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. she was in Townsville at the time so mm-hmm. we were in Townsville and then came over and I seen the doctor then yeah yeah was yeah. it smooth <laughs> I don't know if anything's smooth in motherhood and parenthood but <laughs> Did you feel like you got better after all of that and you got the help kind of thing? Well, they just put me on antidepressants, but Mm -hmm. I honestly didn't really feel much Mm -hmm. of a difference after taking them. Maybe I wasn't on them for very long Mm because I kind of just, like, stopped taking them. But I wouldn't Mm -hmm. advise that (laughs) normally. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. I was just kind of like, I don't really want to be on this, but if it's going to help, like... Mm-hmm. I'll give it a go but then yeah. I ended up kind of coming good anyway nice. so yeah. yeah I just gave it a bit of time and mm-hmm. able to like enjoy being a new mum sort of yeah. thing yeah yeah oh nice so this time around it's been yeah it's been so good like completely different experience yeah. and and your midwife's still supporting you kind of thing because he's yeah. only four yeah, weeks old so it's up to six weeks they come into yeah. your house it's awesome yeah it's been so good like yeah. She's been amazing. That's so nice. Yeah. yeah. Who would have thunk it out here in northwest Queensland? <laughs> We've got yeah, midwife great practice and all of that. Yeah. It's so it's, nice. It's like Wow, we've got it good out here. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> yeah. And I was actually kind of concerned because I've heard people say that they don't like their experience at this hospital, but yeah. it was good for me. Like, yeah, I had a good experience. It's so good. Can't complain. Yeah, and I think it's like any health service anywhere. Like, yeah, it's there's always going to be people with bad experiences and good experiences. It's just like, what happens? Hey. Yeah. And it, sometimes I think it's just, yeah, completely. Yeah, I don't know. It's not like unique to here, anyways. Yeah. I had my midwife with my first birth. It was like an angel. I love her forever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and that's just out here as well. And yeah. Yeah, just because we're out here doesn't mean it's not going to be good. Yeah. So, definitely. Yeah. Oh, how lovely. Yeah. It's so nice. What a beautiful little story. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was honestly amazing. So, yeah, you're a fast birther. 
Yeah, I didn't. Mm. Well, we weren't sure what was gonna be like this yeah. time because obviously uh, it was a quick birth with Penelope too. Because I think yeah. they broke my waters at about four o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. and then she was born like four hours later, yeah. pretty much. So yeah. we weren't sure if it was just because I was induced. It was so quick, but yeah. this one was quite quick yeah. too. Yeah. And it doesn't mean it's any easier either. No. <laughs> no. People here, mum's having quick stories. And like, oh, it must have just been a walk in the park. Yeah, no. It's just a lot more intense. Yeah. <laughs> All yeah. at once. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, lovely. Um, if you were to, like, give advice or what's, like, your main takeaway with when it comes to birth and when you're having a baby, was there something that, like you would want new mums to know or you know especially because you wanted that birth with like no pain relief medication yeah um, an intervention kind of thing and I think that's like what a lot of women want as well what's like the one thing do you think I think just do your research like Mm -hmm. I had no idea about any of this going through with Penelope like when Mm -hmm. I was pregnant I was just like listening to whatever the midwives told me and obviously just depends on the midwife too like what they want to tell you yeah but yeah yeah I don't know just do your research and really find out what kind of birth you want to have because it's up to you really at the end of the day Mm -hmm. what kind of birth you're going to have because obviously unless you're going to have like if you have complications and all Mm. that kind of have to listen to the doctors but yeah (laughs) like if you don't want to get induced you don't have to Mm -hmm. and yeah like pain relief you don't oh I, I wanted to do like hypnobirthing and stuff, but I yeah. didn't get around to it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I kind of just was trying to focus on the breathing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Absolutely. I think, yeah, we wield way more power than what we initially think. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, we do have a lot more power in it than sometimes the perception of society and everyone. Yeah. We kind of think you maybe jump on a. What are those things called? Conveyor belt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just whatever happens, happens. But yeah. it's like, you have a lot more power. To um, make your own decisions, but yeah, it's difficult, I suppose, if you don't have a supportive midwife or there's no one in your life that knows yeah. about these things. Um, yeah, and it is scary when you don't know things. I think you get scared, so then you're like, oh, whatever, like I'll yeah. get a juice. I don't want my baby to die. Like yeah. no one does. But um, yeah, no, no it's, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like, do your research. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Thank you so much for joining That's okay. me. Thank I feel you. so lucky because it's so hard sometimes with a little little tiny baby oh, to come around and do things like this. I was hoping this. it wouldn't be too distracting. Oh, no, it'll be cute. It'll be cute to hear his little noises <laughs> it's in the background. It'll be sweet. Yeah. <laughs> it was lovely meeting you too. Yeah, it was lovely to meet you too. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm just going to share a couple of resources at the end of Samantha's episode about, um, in particular, induction <clears throat> um, and being overdue and about physiological third stages. Of course, first and foremost, the hospitals here, obstetricians, midwives, they are the experts, not this podcast. Go to them for all your questions and medical advice. Um, and then if after that you're curious and you just want to learn more, here are some evidence-based, heavily referenced with recent research resources. So when it comes to being overdue and being induced, there's so much to consider. So these are two articles online. Um, The first one is by Dr. Rachel Reed, and the article title is called Post-Dates Induction of Labor, Balancing the Risks. And then the second one that's really good is the Evidence-Based Birth website, and their article is called The Evidence on Due Dates. 
Both of these um, go over the risk of being induced, the risk of staying pregnant, um, and the pros of being induced and the pros of staying pregnant. They're very balanced and they have all the latest information on it. And in particular, that evidence-based birth one um, explains to you absolute risk and relative risk. And that is really important to understand when it comes to just some of the language we use around like stillbirth when you go overdue. Um, sometimes there can be things like, oh, you double your risk like next week if you don't get induced. Um, so this article kind of goes into how they make the statistics look like that. Um, yeah, it's really interesting. Then Samantha had a successful physiological third stage and the third stage is when the placenta comes out, right? So there's heaps about it everywhere, all over the internet, you'll get information. Um, I find a good place to start is always like the Queensland Health Clinical Guidelines. If you're going to their facility to birth, I want to know what their expectation is of their staff and how I'm going to be treated kind of thing. So, and it's pretty, it's really good, the guidelines, they're really evidence-based and yeah, they're good. So if you type in normal birth clinical guideline Queensland Health, you'll find the document. On page 28, there is a table and it's got the four kind of third stage options you can kind of choose from and then in the box next to it it's got considerations so um, physiological is considered like the natural way you don't get that injection they don't pull out your placenta Um, so sometimes it can be really appealing and you can want it but then maybe some things unfold in your labor and you kind of decide well maybe it's not so safe for me to have a physiological third stage or whatever that's all up to you and and your care providers Anyway, so this is just a very short little bit I'm going to read out. So when they talk about the considerations for physiological third stage in the clinical guideline, it says, suitable for women who have a healthy pregnancy, have had a normal first and second stage of labor, have no risk factors for excessive bleeding, make an informed decision after discussion of the risks and benefits. Routinely, it says routinely includes, um, so that's like when your baby comes out and now the placenta is in there, this is what should be happening in that room. No uterotonic, so that's the injection they give you on your side, the um, syntonicin, I can never ever pronounce that, um, that injection, because that injection kind of separates things for you so they can pull it out and you don't like bleed out. So no uterotonic, no clamping of the cord until pulsation has ceased or following birth of the placenta. So that's, you know, when you see the photos of the babies and they're born and then there's like the cords still attached to the placenta and they're all on the bed and you're like oh my god they're still attached (laughs) that's what happens you don't need to cut the cord Um, leave cord unclamped placenta births spontaneously by maternal effort so spontaneously it just happens no one's made it happen and it's by maternal effort so maternal that's the mother so she could be sitting up she could be kind of pushing bearing down or coughing like heaps of people say all different ways but um yeah and then the healthcare provider unobtrusively waits and observes for signs of separation and remains hands off so they're just like watching and waiting and hopefully creating that environment that really is going to help that oxytocin skyrocket to deliver the placenta safely with no blood loss and then it's also got prolonged when not completed within 60 minutes of birthing the baby um, so they kind of get a bit antsy if it's been in there for an hour Um, And then recommend intervention of oxytocin, which I think they mean synthetic oxytocin, if bleeding continues to be, if bleeding needs to be controlled. So that's a good little spot to start. Um, Really basic. There are so many amazing articles. I've actually got somebody coming um, in March to talk to us. I'm just doing a Zoom kind of conference call like I did with that Dr. Erin lady. Um, 
I'm not even going to say her name because I'm so like stoked she's coming on, but she's going to be talking about third stages. She's kind of a little like an expert in it. So I can't wait for that in March. Yeah, that's about it. Thank you.